Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. This is another episode on Talk Architecture Podcast. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaakob. And today's topic will be about the culture of reading that will result in more critical thinkers that can differentiate truth from lies um, and also bringing awareness on social media. So these two topics that was addressed in one of the conversations that we had with um, Kevin Matlow, the first part, um, that has to do with influences and leaders as well. So these two themes um, is going to be combined today. So when I think about the culture of reading and an individual wanting to have a book for companion at all times, every day, you know, having uh, read the book, be it fiction and nonfiction, and delving into the mind of the author. Even the author is telling uh, stories um, from a third-person viewpoint, there is some research, there is some um, deeper thoughts and even meanings that could be attached to what the author is expressing. Now, um, how they write, the style, etc., is depends on the person was reading whether they like it or not. And a lot uh, uh, to do with reading is to do with um, being comfortable with what you read or or enjoying, yeah, the enjoyment of reading. Now, there are some books that are hard to read. There are some books that are necessary to read. And that was a list given to me by Kevin, um, if anyone wanted to communicate with me on that. Um, I could um, share the list with you all. Uh, so, but I'm going to go back to this point, this point on bringing uh, awareness on social media platforms. And this podcast is doing that, you know. Our intention is to bring awareness. And our main big picture topic is um, architecture education and architecture design architects architecture students in different um, in different contexts obviously mental health growth and transformation uh, skills and knowledge and architecture practice theory and so on yeah so these are the th- topics that we we uh, engage in, and some of which some of which comes from our conversations with uh, people, and some of it comes from our uh, experience, lived-in experience, teaching and learning architecture programs, and being friends with our students and finding out uh, their concerns and. This is something that will be ongoing in this um, podcast. 
So the existence of this podcast is based on bringing awareness to these issues pertaining to the architect and architecture. So that's one thing that is our main agenda. Now, why we are doing this is because uh, some dis- some topics are not being discussed uh, deeply enough. And one of the topics is the culture of reading. Now, I do read, but um, that is because since I was um, a child, um, my father is an educator and he would have copies of Newsweek, copies of Time, copies... Um, we couldn't afford a whole encyclopedia set, so we only have a few uh, volumes. Maybe one that I remember, which was A uh, to A Army. So I could remember the Army insignia and airplanes. I think airplanes one of them. Uh, okay. So um, there was no internet, of course, during those, those days. And comics, so lots of comics. And newspapers will always be there. So we're always in touch with the current um, events, things that's happening at that time. And because my, my father's like a news addict or, um, you know, uh, he even watched the uh, Tamil news and the Mandarin news <laughs> just to see the visuals. And then after that, do you have the uh, English news and the Malay news? So it, he is just so keen on what's happening around and, gaining knowledge. He did a PhD in um, human behavior and education and um, focusing on teachers training colleges. So God bless, bless his soul, Al-Fatiha. But anyway, let's get back to, yeah, I was touching on that because, um, yeah, my mother is a clerk, uh, a staff in, and, um, in an office, first is the lawyer's office, second is the uh, government's uh, family planning office. So she was also encouraging us to read. And um, so that inculcated um, our sense of wanting to read. And and um, for me, getting, gaining knowledge is important. Uh, like a a second habit. It wasn't like asking. I don't. I don't. I never have I asked the question. I don't like reading, or you know, I don't like books. Is like part and parcel of what and who I am. So when when I come across students uh, in architecture school that says I don't like reading, um, I don't know what to say. Really, I just, I just. It's not that I. I, I was thinking that um, that student could gain from other ways, but not reading books, maybe reading um, the internet and stuff like that. But in general, what he's saying is he just doesn't like reading. I mean, he may not realize it, but he is observing the world around and making decisions based on his observations and reading was happening. Reading as in quote unquote, something that is observing and absorbing, observing and absorbing and analyzing 
but how he does it is on his own, his own technique uh, or method, and it's kind of narrow. It's not expanding. It's not delving into other authors' mind like what um, is the importance of reading books. Okay, so that is the crux of the matter of reading and not reading. Why do you need to know other people's experience and other people's opinions by reading and delving in their minds? So this is the the, the contention, you see. Um, people who don't want to read saw the need, uh, saw there is no need to delve into other people's mind. What you have is enough. Being listening to people is enough or reading tweets is enough or social media you know so why should i just read serious books i mean books that have to do with you having to have a better vocabulary than you know that's what i feel because there are books that are difficult for me to read and i have to have a dictionary myself so um so the incalculation of this habit comes from the desire or the second nature that believe that finding out things what other people think is an important thing. So going back to the first episode with Kevin Matlow, part one, leaders um, are differentiated by being critical thinkers in society and critical thinkers could could only emerge from people who are critical and be able to discern between truth and lies because they're able to, they have the habit of reading and through this habit of reading and finding out other people's opinions and other viewpoints, able to discern what is, um, what is, you know, what is the truth and the lies. So that is in a nutshell why that part one is so important uh, to listen to and to understand about this contention of people who do not want to read. So in architecture, I mean, there are architecture students who doesn't like to read. And that could be the difference between uh, certain schools of architecture we were discussing about whether uh, local graduates can be competitive, as competitive as overseas graduate. Uh, recently, in a couple of weeks, um, in the last two weeks, I've been going through LinkedIn and I've been looking at um, uh, people's profiles in a way that... Um, um, that tells about how they, their work experience, um, their employment experience, their um, educational ex- um, educational background, and where they are now, at what age and where, where they are now. I was imagine I was imagining that my stu- former students are they comp- competing at that level in these companies, the multinational companies, and the confidence that they could compete at that level. 
And I'm thinking about, in some schools of architecture, the students are forced to read. Now, um, from our previous discussion, uh, especially with Chia Yvonne and maybe um, Huat Lim and Amna, the need to study, the need to read, the need to um, understand theories and philosophies and, and all this um, certain um, certain uh, what do you call it um, transcripts and papers is necessary to be able to argue for your project, be able to come up with a program because the, the it's not focused entirely on um, uh, physical models and drawings and pretty drawings or, or um, it's not simplistic. It's very deep. And arguing uh, def- uh, based on defining and interpreting texts from articles and, um, you know, especially when if you're um design tutor that takes care of a unit in the in the school ask you to read this bunch of texts this uh bibliography or references that you have to read within a couple of months there are a lot there and making sense of it is another thing if you don't want like to read so you don't you're not going to be able to have this skill of um engaging or debate and this is just the um, social factor, or is this the uh, benchmarking of how good you are in architecture? Because um, the ability to engage with other people and having conversation about certain topics uh, is fundamental. I get a lot of people thanking me, 6,000 views plus, of my first YouTube um, video um, introduction to theory of architecture, which thirty slides on different uh, theories. I was just going through the motion or just giving an interpretation that I know how to do it because it was a it was a lecture for my students, second year students. For my second year students, they it just goes over them, you know like a wave. Some of them get the points, but the majority of students in the second year, which is like 20 year olds, they're not really, um, there's something new is that they don't, they're not exposed to reading books a lot when they were in secondary school. They have this culture of lack of reading, right? So we, what we concern is there should be a culture of love of reading, right? So, but I knew that for the second year, maybe even overseas, is it could be a bit much. But for sure, some schools of architecture, it's nothing to them. What I gave was just an overview. And they would read those books or those um, theorists' um, writings. And they would know much more than me. Yeah, I would admit to that. Students of architecture in the 20s, in certain schools of architecture, they read those stuff. Their comprehension or the interpretation based on their maturity in terms of age would be different than mine, obviously, if I were to read it and compare to them. But there are things that I haven't read, 
right? So um, one thing that's the difference between uh, lecturers in uh, some schools of architecture and lecturers um, that uh, in other schools of architecture. So what we're saying is that am I able to compete and be a professor in certain schools of architecture? So the answer is I am not able to compete because of the limitation and the confidence that I have. But <laughs> funny enough, a lot of people refer to me in on my uh, slides or my lectures in the YouTube because they're trying to catch up. They, try, they, they suddenly realize that this is important. And what I gave was an overview. And after that, they will go on either to just know what I've said and do whatever they need to do, or they would go on and read those um, theories themselves. And and I'm happy that I may have contributed to to um, the, you know, for them, whatever information that they need. So what I'm trying to say is that um, you want to compete or not, it's up to you. You want to be uh, knowledgeable or not in theories of architecture and philosophies. It's up to you. You want to be a critical thinker. It's up to you. But do not lie to others and engage in debates if you are not critical enough. So that was the thing that was being said earlier in our conversation with Kevin Martino. So um, be honest about yourself. That's what it's all about. And um, I think that's fair to say that because you don't want to be dishonest and and teach the wrong things, right? And um, create or give a scenario for young people who wants to learn from you um, as if everything is all right. It's enough, whatever that you are doing. I mean, you should be able to enable the younger people the directions they should take and that there are options, you know, that this person could teach you better in this topic, that person or that school of architecture could help you be that person that you're going to be. Because obviously for all tutors, they can see the potential of the students and that potential need to be realized. The diamond in the rough need to be a glistening diamond at the end. So, so that's the problem with uh, architecture education where tutors uh, do not guide the student to the fullest potential that they could be. So that's what this um, podcast is about uh, today and focusing on the two uh, themes or topics that is one has to do with the culture of reading and bringing awareness in social media. Uh, that's my part and other people doing social media, but that links to the the discussion on who are leaders and who are critical thinkers. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Talk architecture.